This your man Keith from the Perfect Talk Podcast. To get caught up on everything DJ Playboy, go to perfecttalkpodcast.com. Again, that's perfecttalkpodcast.com, the home of the Perfect Talk Podcast. What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, man. It's 2023. It's February. You know how it's going down. I got my favorite guest in the building, my dog, my partner, my guy, Speck. What's going on, brother? What's good, people? Good play. BX finest in the building. What's yes, going on, sir. man? How you yes, living, sir. bro? You got a birthday coming up, man. You looking forward to it? Man. I mean, yeah. Yes and no. I'm aging. You so aging? it's just <laughs> one of those things, you know what I mean? Uh, wisdom with every uh, year. You know, another year of wisdom. But um, yeah, I'm getting old. Does it feel like, when you turn 39? 39. Does it, does it feel like what you thought 39 would feel? I feel a little younger. I don't feel 39 years old. But I also didn't think 39 was old when I was young either. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really know what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Still crack lacking. You know, making it do what it do. I'm literally cracking. Like every time I fucking <laughs> get up and get down, you know what I mean? It's just joints cracking. Uh, man, how does that work? I mean, Valentine's Day just passed, right? And uh, I know like guys don't really get a lot for Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Shout out to my my, my girl. She hooked me up with some uh, some dope headphones. You know mm. what I mean? Um, some Beats and I know guys don't get a lot, but how, do, how does that work with your birthday being so close to Valentine's? Well, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. At all. So, okay. um, yeah, thanks how long, to me. How long you been doing that? How long have you been getting away with that one? <laughs> I mean, since Aaron's been born, we haven't really celebrated it. That's um, just prior, for everybody who don't know. That's just, just little yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> that's my little one. Um, prior to him being born, I think what ended up happening, I never made a big deal out of Valentine's Day. I was never a fan of the day itself. Nah, I, I felt some type of way. <laughs> too close to Christmas, too. <laughs> and so I think after, you know, a few years went by, Thalia just kind of got the, I'm not, I don't really do Valentine's Day. And now she don't even ask about it. She don't wish me, ha- well, I think she wished me a happy Valentine's Day. But no cars, no flowers, no gifts, no no nothing like that. That's good, man. So, man, my girl, keep it that, simple. that's to your point, I ain't even used the headphones yet. She got me in the gift. I got her still sitting in the box. <laughs> so, to your point, it's, it is a lot of, but but I don't I don't get mad at my girl because she, the whole rest of the year, she chilling. She just kind of wants something for them special days, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, all right, she ain't, she ain't really tripping about too much, you know what I'm saying? And she's not really big into, like, a materialistic person, so I don't mind getting her little things here and there. So, Valentine's, you know what I mean? I didn't have to do too much, but it wasn't too much heavy lifting, but it was it was still did a little something for her. But, I, yeah, I always wonder when people got them birthdays close to holidays, you know what yeah, I mean? No, nah, I mean, for me, with Valentine's Day specifically, I mean, I'm not big on, like, special days anyway, mm-hmm. but particularly Valentine's Day, I'm like, well, if I'm doing my job as a man or, or, you know, someone as a woman and, you know, you're showing your love on a regular to your partner, why do I need a special day to do that? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's, it's just stupid. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't get involved with that. Nah, man. I'm trying to think. What's the, oh, All-Star Game. You check that out? You watch All-Star? I watched, uh, I watched Friday. I watched Saturday. And I fell asleep after halftime on Sunday. LeBron, LeBron, so, dude, I heard LeBron was what four and zero or something like that, or five and zero going into this one with his his, his teams, and yeah. then this is the first L they caught right to Giannis's team. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I bro, I seen zero, I seen those. <laughs> like Keith told me about the slam dunk, I I didn't see none of the, the the performances. I heard like there was some 
Afrobeat uh, yeah. people performing at, 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 I don't know if it was the game at one of them, and then just the game itself. I was yeah, it was at the game, yeah. the game itself on Sunday, bro. I thought it was good. Um, I I actually enjoyed it. Like you know, previous years the dunk contest, nah, you know, I thought it was good this year. Mac McClung, right? With the Young with the Mac format, mm-hmm. um, and the same with the game. They changed up the format and all of that stuff. So, um, what, I, was, di- what was different? Um, the they picked the teams live. Yeah, I remember. Okay, um, I mean, we talked about at that, the right? actual game, yeah. you know, on some like playground shit. Nah, that's dope. That was I like so. NBA. Start, like uh, that's the thing I'll say. NBA is not afraid to try new things and be a little bit uh, innovative with what they do. You can't be too stuck you got in their to. ways. Yeah, nah, and that's that's why they're one of the leaders. You know what I mean? That do what they do. But um, let's get right into it, Spec man. It's been a lot happening since the last time I seen you, man. And and what I'm seeing a lot in the uh, news. Your man Biden took a trip out to uh, the Ukraine. I woke up one morning and I was like, <laughs> I was like "What's going on here?" He landed in the Ukraine. I think he was leaving by the time I seen the headlines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like a little secret visit to the Ukraine. Um, well, he was already what originally just, he was originally supposed to be in Europe, right? Or whatever, but nobody knew he was stopping there. Correct. And so okay, he made a stop. Um, <laughs> and told Zelensky, "Listen, dude, stop trying to put pressure on us." That's what he told him? No, I don't know what he uh, told him. I was going to say, that, I, heard the opposite. I heard he was like, yo, whatever you need, <laughs> we got you. Like, no, that's they, probably what he said. Yeah. I, no, he offered more support, more But aid. last week, Zelensky was kind of like forceful and we need we need extra help. Yeah. And y'all not, y'all need to. And so, Did he single out America or was he saying a lot of, oh, like, it was like just the allies? Just everybody. Yeah, 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 okay. But I'm sure he really meant America because we, we do the most. Giving him the most support. Yeah, no, I seen Japan. It gave him a nice little couple billy and then um we, we threw something at them too like that's the thing to a lot of people in this country like we need money here you got people suffering here and y'all got out there he said something like kind of like supplemental pay for people out there so they got something to live off of and it's like you got people here starving in the street bro it's like that not and not to be cold you know what i'm saying and, and i have seen uh reports that the public sentiment about the war in ukraine has changed it's well, not at this point it's been going on a year exactly so. a, a year later nobody cares about the headlines last week right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so a year later people were like yeah that's still going on or they still need our help or da 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 da, da. and we don't look like we, we stopping you know what i mean they don't no, look nah. like we letting up um then i see something else too about how russia's like out of they they nuclear they backing out of the nuclear treaty yeah what is that can you explain that a little bit more you know anything about that well yeah i mean they signed on to a nuclear pact essentially you know we're not the cold war right if i'm if i'm not mistaken we're not gonna you know play with nukes Mm -hmm. and you know because that's obviously we ain't we ain't trying to have another world war three and and whatnot so you know this is putin's way of just trying to do whatever he can oh, do. Oh, you showing to... up in Ukraine. Let me do my... This is my version. And he's been threatening nukes for some time now, for a few months. So, I mean, it's this is in line with how he's been acting lately. Yeah, man. You man, you man Trump said you can't, can't use the N-word. <laughs> you can't say nuclear. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> saying nuclear nowadays, man. <laughs> nah, but... uh. It, this is true. Like that, that they uh, that word does get thrown around a lot, like heavy nowadays. At a point where I remember when we was a kid, you wasn't talking. Yeah, no, and you I didn't have to imagine the, the generation before us was the Cold War people, so they were super afraid of that shit. So they wasn't talking about it like that. Um, but it is a reality. Like, you know, what I mean, people is, is is uh they linking up out there. Yeah. <laughs> they linking it up. They, I see North Korea was like, let me throw in our little. We we turn the we'll turn the Pacific Ocean into our, <laughs> our own little target field. Like, oh okay, <laughs> that's how you feel. Like everybody, like let me get my little shots off here. China, America, like your China, back off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to give you your little help to Russia, and it it it, it just looked funny. It just a lot looked, of tension going on. Nah, it, it really. But we knew we was coming here. We knew where it was heading. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we uh. 
are I don't I don't know. But the funny thing is I, I don't even believe if the war that we necessarily are seeing played out in front of us is 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 what's really happening, right? Or some like wag the dog type shit. Like there's so much shit going on behind the scenes in terms of political warfare that I don't know what to believe or what to, you know what right. I'm saying? Like who's who's propping up who, who's who's really a puppet for who, who's really fighting for who, you know, what is this war even really about? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it, it it it's different because it's not affecting our soldiers. It's not like the Afghanistan war where I'm like bring our troops home right there. Like bring out it, it but it still is like Bro, that's our resources. Like, how many? Like, we got a what? Unlimited supply? No, <laughs> What's we going don't. On over we really here? don't. So, I mean, it's a tough situation because on a global scale, you need peace, right? Mm-hmm. And so, there's there's a few rogue leaders out there, and you cannot let them think that it's okay to get away with taking territory, doing whatever else that they want, because it's, it. In the long run, the big picture, it will just cause instability. And the last thing we would ever want is a war war three because we won't survive that. Yeah. And so nobody that that's really why, you know, when it comes to America and always, you know, fighting other people's fights and all of that, why we've historically done that. Mm-hmm. Because one, we're we're quote unquote the most powerful nation. China's right there at this point, but um yeah, we 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 can't have you know shit on a global scale going you know going crazy, and so that's really why we're involved. Yeah, yeah, and that's why like like we were young, we didn't realize it, but like a lot of those wars, like you said, the Cold War stuff was like, let's get this this country, let's stop Russia from getting that country, let's do with the Cuba Cuban Missile Crisis, right. you know what I mean? Even North Korea having their nukes now, I think that's from Russian influence because of the, the Cold War shit. So it's just basically like. Yeah, how is is how many can you get on your team? You know, right. I mean, capture the flag. But uh, it's some crazy shit going on. Like it's a little, it's scary because it's not our fight, but but it could very easily. It be could though. be. That's yeah. what I mean. So. <laughs> man, somebody I else seen fighting, man, and I, I, it's weird because they was once homies. So kind of to see them beefing is a little weird. Uh, and I think it's this is actually needs a. Little put a little, little little respect on their name, you know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> little respect or speculation on this one right here. I want I gotta know how you feel. You ready for that? I'm ready. My name come up respect. Yeah. Let's go. Stop playing with my yeah. name. Ti and Boosie. They beefing? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I thought it was just coming out of the album together. Oh yeah, yeah. Well yeah, you that's exactly what we're gonna talk about. Yeah yeah. Um. So they've been cool, and I think a reality show at one point, right? They have know. this. Well, not this. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, Their lately cool. they've been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they beefing. Ti comes out and defends uh, Boosie when the Boosie says a lot of his stuff that gets him canceled or, or could potentially get him canceled, or and and that people don't always agree with. So they, they, this is a friendship a long time in the making. Um, right. Are you familiar? Uh, Ti has a, a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, expeditiously. Yeah, <laughs> use a lot of big words on there. Um, I'm not sure which episode. I'm not sure who his guest was. But do you remember a few months ago he came up? Yeah, I think they were like talking about um, snitching. Yep. Okay. Yep. And he tells a story about his cousin. His cousin. Yeah. Yeah. They got caught with a gun. Um. And I don't know all the details. His dead about- cousin, and he's snitching. He's telling. And so <laughs> we caught no gun case to mm-hmm. that, and you know. My lawyer said, well, you know, I can make everything go away if it, if it was, was Toot, if it was Tremel's. And I had a talk with Toot. And what Toot said? Posthumously? Yeah, 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 yeah. After he had passed. After he had passed, I had a talk with him. And what Toot say? Toot said, I take all the charges you got. Mm. If you can walk away free and put it on me, 
goddamn right. Because I'd be damned if they going to come and motherfucking extradite me from here. <laughs> Yo, look. They can come get me from here Shit. and serve me a warrant. They doing damn good. So is that so, what boys giving you shit about because you put it on? Nah, hell no. Nah, okay. Nah, nah. Don't nobody even know about that. I just volunteered. This <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody even know about that. I'm just being honest. I can dig it. I can dig it. I'm just being honest. Yeah. That's the only time that mm. you. I done never said or gave no information about nobody because that's my cousin, my big cousin. Mm. He was dead and he told me that it was okay. <laughs> and I guess the sentiment of it, right? Well, the, well, the, I know people didn't like that answer that was, that that he gave. I exactly. remember that. Well, we gotta. Well, I think we are of a higher. We we like to be our higher selves here. We don't like to go down to the lowest hanging fruit. So the whole mentality you gotta explain. We we'll break it down, to everybody. The whole street mentality of snitching. One isn't even real because the people who made the code don't even follow the code. <laughs> so like the majority of those people that that will will sit there and and then and chant that oh you're a snitch or you did that would do the same thing in the same situation right. <laughs> if you know you're gonna be taken away from your family your freedom everything you feel comfortable about so the whole concept of it is kind of like this and you see this a lot in hip hop is this backwards thing that's not even you got to be some like mythological figure who you know what I'm saying will be willing to take football numbers not to snitch on his buddies who probably snitched on him or right. would snitch on him right. and it's just like it doesn't really exist but you kind of have this like kind of like an urban legend or street code of that's that's how things are supposed to be done so you get obviously a, a, a scarlet letter you get a, a, a shame on you when you're known as a snitch when you're known as oh you got out of trouble because you told on your friends who you you know you was hustling with or you was doing right. your thing with I think T.I. thought that this was a loophole in that street rule <laughs> one because he got permission from right, the right, dude right. to to you know what I mean that's that's almost similar right to the Biggie situation I remember, I remember the Biggie movie um him and D Rock I think get caught with the gun and he's like yo I know you about to blow up I know that happens to... all the time yeah yeah just but but, but that, he didn't die but he said right. just put it on me because I know you got a bigger you about to go blow up and then help me out when I get all out. the time like, all the time you know what I'm saying like so I think he kind of felt it was in that loophole of of, of things like maybe. People allege that maybe Young Thug told Gunner to take that deal, mm-hmm. but we don't know, you know, yeah. until Young Thug comes out. But they say like maybe he told him to do that, go out make money, and then when we figure this whole thing out, you know what I mean, right. we'll get your name cleared up or whatever. But we don't know that. So I think Ti thought that we was still in that loophole of dead cousin got permission. This ain't really officially snitching. I think it qualifies. Yeah, <laughs> <And laughs> Boosie doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Boosie doesn't. So Boosie's on an interview with Vlad, and he says. Bruh, what you talking about? We about to drop an album. Like, what are you talking about? Like, nah, nah, the album not coming out. This is done. Like, that's you. That makes you a snitch. Wow. He's like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way if you got out of if you told on someone to get out of trouble, you cooperated, you a snitch. And then you know, like, I, I maybe I don't understand all the draw, the southern draw, like anybody Boosie was saying. But I think from what I understood, what he said is like, he's like, and I don't even think he's telling the truth. He's like, I think he was gonna tell anyway. <laughs> and this is just some way to like oh, okay. a story to throw on top of it, you know what I'm saying? And then so Man. Boosie's like album canceled, album's done, album yeah, recorded, album ready to go. And Boosie's like, album canceled, show canceled. We not doing business together no more. Um, and to which Ti responded, I wouldn't even read what he responded because it's it's so hard to kind of make sense. But like basically saying, check my paperwork, you know what I'm saying? I got nothing to hide. You out here about to beef over if and the, and the, and the whatnot, you know what I'm saying? He's like when. I think his whole point is you could have just hit me up. We could have right. saw. We could have figured this out. But it also kind of sounds like Ti is like, yo, I thought we was. I thought we was cool. 
I mean, they were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they. <laughs> so I know. So I guess. I guess I, I gotta ask you. I gotta put you on the hot seat. You got a little bit of uh, respect or or speculation for what Boosie did, because Boosie said he's now put in a position where people are calling his phone. He woke up to that. Right. People calling his phone like, "Yo, you can't put no album out with this dude." It was already a little like I don't know, and I don't. I didn't subscribe to this theory, but maybe a little theory that maybe Ti was already kind of cooperating on certain things because of uh, when he got caught with the guns. Right, right, and, when he got out. And yeah, all that. the amount of time that he got compared to, you know, what he actually did and all that type of stuff. That people Nobody felt, ever seen any paperwork saying Yeah, I, like I said, I didn't subscribe to that theory, but I know it started floating around by, probably by his enemies, probably by people who weren't fans of his that, you know, wanted to make him look, paint him in some sort of light. So you got Boosie, knowing all that, like, nah, that's still my guy, I'm rocking with him. It's like, for you to admit that, and I think what, it, what offended Boosie the most, it, it wasn't necessary. It was like kind of like a, I, I call it a barbershop story. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you, we, we just trading stories. Let me tell y'all about a funny time when da da da, and nobody nobody was coming at you to to volunteer that information. You right. know what I'm saying? So now you got something that makes me look funny in some way, shape, or form, and I was like, it might be toxic to do business with you. So I mean, you got a little respect for what Boosie did, or a little bit of speculation. Well, so I I have to respect what. Boosie did. Um, only I don't agree with him, but I respect it only because it's his position, right? And I'm assuming he would do that towards anybody, no matter who they are, because he has principles as a man that he stands by, and it's that street code, mm-hmm. and that's cool, right? And I can't get mad at somebody um, for standing by their ethics and what they believe in. Um, as long as you're that way across the board, Hey, I mean, I got to respect what you're saying. Like I said, I don't agree with it. Personally, I have nothing wrong. I agree with Boosie, with Boosie canceling TI, so to speak. Right. Right. But I don't not respect what Boosie did. He's standing by on his own morals, Mm. you know, whether I agree with it or not. Um, those, those are his morals. He, he, uh, obliged by the, by the street code. You know, and that's fine. There's there's dudes out there that's like that. Um, I think it's stupid. But, again, if that's the code that you live by, and as long as you stand on that, then, keep hey. Keep it 100, right? Keep it 100 all yeah. the time. But, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with what T.I. did. No, you don't think. So, so, you not necessarily respect, but you got no speculation for what T.I. did. Because... So Ti, um, and I just want to say I don't, I'm not the, we're, and we're not saying that people who we're not trying to paint any dispersions on people who might cooperate with the guy. We're okay either way. I'm not. A <laughs> I'm not a street dude. dude. You ain't so a street dude. You like, hit me. Yeah, I'm telling. Right. <laughs> Thank it's you, so Spec. I'm glad you right. said it. Like, I'm just yeah. let y'all know we litigious. Like the most, I got in trouble before. I got in trouble <laughs> twice, and the second time I got in trouble, the cop said, "If you'd have called us." You'd have been watching them go off in the police car, but you ain't make the call, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the information. But, but so you're saying that he doesn't fall into what the streets would categorize as snitching in, in, because in this nah, scenario? No, I mean, I think you brought up the whole Biggie movie situation. In my opinion, it's the same shit. If mm-hmm. I had a conversation with my cousin, my cousin, yo, put that on me, mm-hmm. all right, let's do that. Like, you're going to save me. You know, I provide for this family. You're going to lock me up. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. Yeah, nah, Boosie said, uh, if he did that, you a fucking rat too. <laughs> I don't spare no motherfucking body because if you do anything wrong and you cooperate with law enforcement to get you out of trouble, that means you're a rat. Um, oh yeah, I did get T.I.'s uh, response here. <laughs> he said, alright, he said, yeah, so I don't care if it's you or your OG uncle that ain't see it, I got my paperwork ready to show. Pull up. Uh, my number the same and my address the same, my nigga. To get on the net and speak on shit you never even spoke to me about is leaving me to believe you've been hiding your heart the whole time. 
I'd never speak certain disrespect on your name, reputation, about an if, homie. The convict code say when in doubt, pull the paperwork out. <laughs> you ain't did that. Now, I don't know what type of time you on, but I'll say it again. If it was a question or confusion about anything, you could have called and asked. So you could report back and tell your OG, or you could have pulled up and checked the black and white like I'm offering now. Either way, though, my nigga, I, I ain't reading the rest of this book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the appropriate response. Um, yeah. I, yeah, so I, what I will say about Boosie, just generally speaking, my opinion, I don't like when people, you know, speak on shit like that, you know, over the internet. Like, if, if, if in fact that was your man's, like I, we all thought... Right. That that's a person that's a conversation. Even if you're getting axed in the interview, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna speak on that right no now. No comment. Yeah, no comment or some guy. shit like that, right? So I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of like I don't like bad mouthing people I do business with, right? I think that's and, and, and like I don't and I don't necessarily know if everyone would consider it bad mouthing, right? But I would never wanna paint Spec, who I record a podcast with in a bad light. Because what does that do? You know, let's say you had bad habits. Like this is you're actually the perfect example because you don't vote this. But let's say you were lazy, mm -hmm. or let's say you didn't grind, or let's say I felt like you didn't you didn't pull your weight. That's in house. That's family business. Like, right. Let's talk about that. Or if there's other people involved in this production, let's all be together and then let's address it with spec. But for me to get on someone else's podcast and be like, yeah, keep me grinding, but spec don't. That's that to me is always kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? And. Right. It's, it is like I don't really like the like the people who who podcast gossip. I don't, especially when you're male. I, I think if you're a male and you do gossip, that's weird to me. Right. Now, like, that, and I guess someone could look at what we doing. What's the difference between that and gossip? It's like, well, I'm not saying that we know these people and that right. we heard from people that's cool with them. I'm giving you the same shit you can find on on the internet. You know what right. I'm saying on any website. And it's just like when we're just giving our opinions on it. But I think when when you get into I heard this person is not feeling some type of way about you doing this. I, I think a couple weeks ago, somebody, I can't, I don't, don't want to say who it was, but I think somebody was saying Future was mad that Drake did an album with 21 Savage. And I'm like, Future don't give a fuck about that, man. <laughs> you think Future, like, I'm like, come on, bro. It's, but it's like, but it's so easy. Anyone could just say they heard you felt some right. type of way about something. It's like, that gets weird. So address me first. Talk to me first. And I know it's not always possible, but it sounds like T.I. and Boosie had enough of a, a, a relationship or rapport to, to, right, to have a conversation. Because that kind of means like, I guess um, on an exaggerated thing, and I guess in the world that Boosie, I'm not saying that we feel like this, but in the world Boosie lives in, homosexuality, he's probably homophobic, right? It comes, he comes across... He says you know, he's not. Yeah, yeah, but, he, but his comments don't necessarily uh, represent that. So that means if someone would have told you T.I. was gay, you would just be like, I can't record the album with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, just based off of what somebody else said. Or or I guess maybe this is different because T.I. said himself. It wasn't he said, she said. T.I. ain't have to volunteer that information, bro. I don't think, even if he, I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I mean, you know. I guess if T.I. made a gay joke. If T.I. made a gay joke in, in like, like, like white boy humor, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And Boosie, like, I ain't funny. <laughs> that nigga's just like, I ain't recording with you no more. <laughs> You ain't say pause. You can't take a gay joke? Damn. Damn, pussy. And anything is like 50 years old. Like, that's a little weird now. You think that's getting, we getting into weird territory there. But uh, I got another, let's see what's going on. Uh, respect or speculation, man. This one came out because uh, Haley, uh, I want to make sure I pronounce her name right. Haley Bailey, right? That's, that's, that's her name. The uh, young mermaid? lady who sings. Is that the mermaid? The sister. Is the sister the mermaid? No, no, she, she might. Oh, Chloe Bailey is the sister, right? Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah, so Haley Bailey is the mermaid. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then her sister's Chloe, who made, and they were in a singing group together. Yeah. Now Chloe has the solo career. Okay. Um, 
she has a new song coming out with Chris Brown. I believe this week. Oh, I did hear about this. And then she put a little like uh, you know, teaser picture. It looks like maybe from the video or photo shoot or something of her and Chris Brown. Um <laughs> you know, just to like, hey, yo, it's coming out. Cause me and Chris Brown making music. Um, Keely Williams of 3LW <laughs> and Cheetah Girl fame, who you know, hater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and go through everything about Keely Williams, but a lot of the stuff that come out headlines about her, and they're not in the best light. They don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those situations where it's like you, you coming at me right now, and, and she definitely felt like. Why would you hop on to this? Um, why would you let Chris Brown come out on a record with you? Like, you're popping right now. I think Chris Brown's more popping right now. If I <laughs> if I would have, like, I don't know. I don't want to put him on a scale, but I think Chris Brown moves numbers. You know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. There's was no just doubt got about Grammy that. nominated, right? He was, so she goes, let him come out with his own record. So genius, so captivating that it makes us all forget he beats women. He can't, so he won't. What does he do? He slowly creeps back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on black women's merit. Black women who are more talented, more worthy, but give them the okay. <laughs> um, so fans had misreactions, and then uh, Chris Brown just went uh, <laughs> DEFCON. Oh, <laughs> Damn, Chris. <laughs> he wrote, uh, oh, I'm boy. getting tired of your broken promises, promises. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you had a point in your life where you're either very broke or broken, um, the fact that you have to speak negatively about me makes you look so lame. Your life and your career must suck right now. Um, then Chris Brown <laughs> uh, went on to post on his stories several white male and female um, celebrities who actually were arrested for domestic violence but weren't necessarily canceled, weren't blacklisted, were still allowed to... Make make content, make you know what I mean, perform in Hollywood. Um, so we'll get into that in a second, cause I I think that was maybe the wrong way to go, <laughs> cause now I was like, all right, Chris, we now yeah. <laughs> I was with you, bro. <laughs> Before we get into all that, well, like I guess I thought she was corny for coming out with that, so I, I'll just say how I feel, cause I'm like I get what Chris Brown did wasn't great, I get, but it's also how old was Chris Brown when that happened? Like like early twenties, yeah, it was tops, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, are we just going to hold everybody for a lifetime cancellation for a mistake that was made in their youth? You know what I'm saying? Or in a moment of aggression. Right. Um, Chris had to help made it better because I think he also got into trouble after that. I think maybe with Karuchi. But nothing along those same lines. It wasn't like... Not not like that. Not like that. Like not like Rihanna's situation. Exactly. But stuff that maybe she felt unsafe or she felt like she needed space from Chris. And or, not only her. It's, it's been multiple other females. women. Okay. Yeah. So like, do you feel like maybe Keely was justified in this? You got respect for her comments or do you think you got a little speculation like... Let Chris live. Well, my first question is because it sounds like this this wasn't the first time that she's had these something to say. Like she's been somebody that's always been on his case. It sounds like I, I don't know about on his case particular, but she's she pops up making a lot of comments every okay. once in a while. Like like with Drake, I think a few weeks ago said that artists should receive uh, bonus checks from Spotify. And then I and I don't know if maybe why maybe people are waiting for her reaction or stuff. But I think she got in his comments and were like. We barely make any money off of streaming. You're saying that because you're, which is his point. He's one of the top artists. Like, but are you defending the people who don't get as many streams as you to get paid more? 
maybe use that power. And it's like, Drake's like, I'm not, bitch. I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, Spotify sending me plaques. I want a fucking bonus check, like right. an athlete. You know what right. I'm saying? And, but yeah, so that's the last time I was here before that. The time before that, she was doing an interview where she was talking about how the members of B2K I guess, ran a train on her. And, and and why she felt the need to come out with that, maybe she just wanted to take control of her own past, you know what I'm right. saying? But other than that, I haven't particularly seen her come at Chris Brown. But I'm not saying, I don't, maybe I don't pay her enough attention. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, first and foremost, it is her opinion, so she is entitled to it. Um, based on what she said, I mean, I, I hear where she's trying to come from, um, but... Uh, I don't know. I I think it's a tough situation um, either way. Um, You know, like I said, it's her opinion, so she's entitled to it. It's great with the domestic violence thing. It's hard because, yes, you don't hit women, right? Correct. You got a son. I got a daughter. And and I think we both teach them the same message. You don't put your hands on people and don't let people put their hands on you. You know what I mean? Um, But I've lived enough life and seen... And look, I've had my own, uh, full disclosure, my own um, experiences with that, where it's not that cut and dry to look at every situation and be like, man, bad right. for putting his hands. Yep. Woman woman must be good for because in the, she was the victim in this situation. Right. It doesn't always work that black and white. And not saying that Chris Brown was right, wrong, or right. whatever the case may be, but also, I'm not one of those people who feel like your obituary should be headlined by your biggest mistake. Right. It shouldn't be woman beater Chris Brown passed away at age seventy-five. Da, 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 da. It shouldn't be like, uh, what did J.R. Smith do? J.R. Smith with the fucking with the sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, that the shouldn't be what you direction. remember him yeah, for. Yeah, that shouldn't be his life because right. he did so much great other stuff in life, or or at least just he lived a decent life. You know right. what I'm saying? So I don't feel like to hold us to our biggest mistake is something that I think no one would want to want to face if they were if they were on the other side of it. Right. I mean, and like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Chris Brown. Um, you know, he's certainly in my opinion one of the goats. Um, and you know, I, he he has made mistakes. Um, you know, he's had more than one situation with DV and women and all of that. Um, but and and I feel like the people who fuck with him are going to continue to fuck with him, mm-hmm. and the people who don't aren't. And the reality is, in today's environment, you know, everybody has an opinion, and your opinion is easily voiced, and so. I feel like we're going to we're going to hear all the negative comments, right? Mm. It's just like when you hear, you know, artists talk about, you know, people on the internet is saying bad things about me, yet this artist is 10 times platinum, which means that you more have way like more you. people who like you yeah, yeah. than, you know, focusing on this little <laughs> subset of people who are on the internet who you probably will never see in your life. I think that's what we see, mm-hmm. but that's not the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for that, I do think Chris Brown just needs to, you know, just fall back. You know, people are going to have their opinions. And again, more people fuck with you than not. And so you can't be worried about what these fucking other people be saying. Also, I have a, I call it the bad review theory. I think if you, you have, got nominated for a Grammy, which I mean, not in the Grammys ain't the end all be all, but the point is, people fucks with you. Your music, you have multiple songs yeah. on mm-hmm. the radio. Mm-hmm. Like people f with you, so don't you know? Don't fall for the bait. Nah, but to, even to your point with the bad comments, like I, I, I think you're more likely to give a bad review about something if like let's say you had a good review, you're less likely to go to the reviews and write about it. 
Right. If you had a bad review, you, yes, you want to tell everybody that right. you come across, yo, I went to that restaurant, da da da, and it's the same thing when, with the hater comments, yes. right? Like, I made a mistake of uh, a couple female comedians I listened to. I started reading their comments, and it's like, just the stuff that people say, I'm like, what? The, this, like, <laughs> she does comedy. What are you expecting her to do? Like, what do you want from this girl? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, because you think it's cool to talk to women in any type of way like that. Or you think it's cool to make a woman feel bad with your comments. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I don't think you expect this type of stuff from your male, their male counterparts or stuff like that. So it's like, I, I, I can easily see why maybe those particular women might even read their comments. Or even a Chris Brown will read his comments and the negative stands out more because it stings more. It yeah. more, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's what the, the, the haters want, you know what I mean? It's but, easy for me to say because I'm not on social media mm-hmm. like that and I don't post anything. And so, but stop reading your fucking comments. You know, there will always be people with negative things to say, always, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, no matter what you do. You got, you know, and they're entitled to their, to their speech, their, you know, their text. You let them live. It's easy for us because we live the life without, we didn't exist. I don't know if these kids could turn it off as easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about the kids. Yeah. Um, but if you're an adult, that means you're around our age and all. You, people, you, I think there's people older than us a little more addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it like why you care so much about what a stranger might think or why you care so much about well, someone you, even if you knew this person, you, they don't interact with you on a daily basis. They don't, they don't make any weight on your life. Why you even give a fuck? But people do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We got to get into a little bit of uh, my favorite segment, Spec. This is called Have You I hear headlines and I, uh, I bring them to the table. See if my guy Spec has learned. Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, has heard. <laughs> uh, this first one, man, is a little, a little tricky. <laughs> a little tricky. Uh, ben Stein, you familiar with Ben Stein? You know what that is? Nah. Remember there was a show back in the day, I think it was on Comedy Central, it was called Win Ben Stein's Money. Um, he was like, dry eyes. Dry eyes. Okay. You know the guy? Oh, that okay, guy? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what Ben Stein's doing nowadays. <laughs> you see, he seems to be a little bit of right wing, though, because uh, he's posting shit on True Social. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 78-year-old Ben Stein. <laughs> He just wanted to profess his love to Aunt Jemima for some odd reason. And oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why. I'm not quite sure what he thought was going to happen, what he thought was going to come out of this. But um, basically he's saying, excuse me, he uh, opened up the video explaining he was making breakfast for dinner. Then he goes, Aunt Jemima, yummy pancake syrup. Now, this is now this used to show a large African-American woman chef, right? Because, you know, they changed the... Uh, yeah. What is it? The the, the, the bottle, yeah. Yeah. So now, instead, I think it, it just says like Pearl Mill, and it has the same colors. Right. But it's, I don't think they actually show a person. So he's saying this used to show a large African American woman chef, but because of the inherent racism of America's corporate culture, they decided to make it a white person or maybe no person at all. Um, but I prefer when it was a black sh- person showing their incredible skill at making pancakes. So God bless you all and have a good evening. <laughs> the thing about Aunt Jemima, right? Is he? How you know the size of Aunt Jemima? Because you never seen her full body. It was a headshot. It wasn't. It was like a. It was torso. So now I think you're thinking of Miss Buttersworth. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Damn, man, not, man. 
Okay, it was a headshot. And your mama is a headshot. Okay. So maybe he's thinking of Mrs. Brotherworth. Maybe he is too. Because that's what I had in my mind the entire time. That's just a headshot. But I guess okay. maybe by the cheeks, he assumes she, she's a large woman. Well, you could tell. I mean, Ajumani looks. She, she looked like. Uh, she got the, a little body. She's like one of the characters from 227. <laughs> I can't remember which one. <laughs> but I think people are like, whoa, whoa, hold on, bro. Number one, you'd enjoyed the same taste in pancake when it was a make believe black person that made it. <laughs> like, you knew this shit is it's full of high fructose corn. So you knew it was made in the factory. We ain't thinking some uh, a fat black woman made it in a, in a back room. <laughs> so what are we talking about here, bro? And maybe then one day, fu- maybe back in the day. <laughs> well, yeah, when it's not for the the original Ajama. <laughs> There's about four of them in the back room. Because <laughs> whipping it up, you know what I'm saying? But not, but man, what the fuck, man? Stop. What are you talking about, dog? But but my thing, do you really need a like? I didn't. Black people. Well, we didn't like the representation to begin with. Um, but I also don't think we was protesting for it to be taken down either. I don't, yeah. It was I mean, just one of those things over time. So I don't know, is Ben Stein maybe leaning with that or is it just I don't, like, so I, I don't, so when I hear that, I didn't, I didn't take any offense to it. Like he, he's just making a normal statement in my opinion. Like, but the thing is nowadays, everybody makes everything about race, no matter what it is. Mm. That, 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 that's the underlying well, issue made, in my he opinion. He made it about race though. So he's speaking you about pancakes when it was a a black woman on the logo, but it's the same package. It's like I don't know, that's weird. <sighs> and where the hell he get Aunt He still got the Aunt Jemima bottles. How old is them bottles? <laughs> How old is them bottles? <laughs> you know, I I would really love to pick his brain because I, I bet. But if you picked his brain to find out why he really made that statement, I bet you you probably say, oh, I mean, I get it. And it was just like, again, I didn't really have an issue with what he said because I didn't take it to be a racial thing, mm-hmm. even though he you know, said I preferred it when he's saying if he's saying he preferred when a black person did it versus when a white if a white person did it. That can be that could be saying a whole lot of things. That could be a compliment. It really just well, depends one, on. We also got to remember he's seventy eight years old. He is so seventy eight years old. Very racist time. And we two, had allies back then. <laughs> we did, but I, but but I don't. A black person wasn't making it. it a white, it's still a white person that was at the head of the company. Um, I'm. I'm sure maybe at one point in time there was not a in black. his lifetime. Though. Well, not maybe not in his lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things. It's not the best comment. You should have known better, I guess you could say, at the end of the but, day. But, but you can let us... I've, I got a little speculation whenever a 78-year-old white man turns on his phone to post on True Social. I got to think you... Well, okay, so <laughs> we have to look at the platform. Yeah, I got to think you kind of know your echo chamber and you know your audience and you're like... Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean... Mm. But we don't know. Like it's I, on now that you say it's on True Social, now I'm questioning a little <laughs> more. I mean, what are you doing on True Social? So yeah, maybe he is racist. Um, I will, but the point I was trying to make, I don't. When I hear things like that, the first thing that does not pop it. Oh, this person's racist. Like, just stop it. Yeah, fop it, man. Like Chris Brown <laughs> said, bro. <laughs> um, Spec, have you heard Grant Cardone, real estate mogul, motivational speaker? I knew about him through the motivational speaker world. Came out with some comments recently, uh, basically saying. 
why he resonates more with the black community as opposed to maybe a 50-year-old white man. Um, so if, I'm, if, a, if a 50-year-old white man sees me on the street and a 25-year-old black kid, direct quote, sees me on the street, the 25-year-old black kid recognizes me because I resonate, I speak his language, I talk to the culture. And, I, and I'll play a little bit of what he said, uh, if I can find it, hold on, um, as to why he uses, you know, slang. About half my audience is black under the age of 40. Now, the reason is because we go after that audience and we're talking to them in very um, street terms, if you will. Very not big nomenclature, vocabularies, mm -hmm. you know, we just keep everything very tight and simple. Um, which to me sounds like I dumb it down. Right. Absolutely. I, I, talk, I talk to black people and I'm not going to use big words. He used nomenclature <laughs> in that in that in that quote that he said, um, because in his opinion, it sounds like he doesn't think using big words or he, he thinks he has to speak to black people in street slang, which is offensive to me because not all black people are even from the hood, so to speak. I know a lot of black people that are suburban, not a lot of black, not all black people, excuse me, use slang right. or what you'd call that. Like I, I, I. I do a podcast and I do several other podcasts with people who every other word isn't the N word or, you know what I mean? We, 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 we can speak as if we went to school, you know, that we graduated, that we can hold a, a conversation in an intelligent way. So to me, that's a little bit offensive. Uh, but I wanted to get your opinion on it. Cause sometimes you bring a different view to things that maybe I didn't see it from, but do you think Grant has a point or do you think it's, it's a situation where he might be being a culture vulture where, I want to profit off a community I might not I might not think is that intelligent. So uh I I think this is a situation where it was a poor choice of words. Mm. Um I, I listened I've listened to Grant several times. Okay. And yeah, he dumbs it down. And to be honest, I don't when I'm watching, you know, whether it's, you know, financial uh podcasts or anything like that. I don't want to hear a bunch of fucking big words that I don't understand. Look up anyway, I don't want to like I want it to be dumbed down mm -hmm. so I can digest it easily. Okay. If when I'm, you know, I sometimes um I'm tasked with being a trainer at work, you mm -hmm. know, to help, you know, onboard new people or whatnot. I don't use big words. I don't use insurance jargon. I don't use I dumb it down. Mm. I use very simple terminology. You know, I may throw in a curse word, you know, to make people feel comfortable. I, I, I talk people, not, I don't want to say I talk people language, but that don't make no talk. sense. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I well, let me ask you before you go off, but do you switch that, you code switch? Like, so for instance, if your trainee's black, do you, do you speak to him in a different way than if your trainee no. was Asian no. or white? So here's what I will say, right? Now, when I'm, let's say if I'm onboarding, you know, people who are going to be doing my job, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll dumb it down severely. Now, let's say if I need to fucking talk to a bunch of executives and who I, I know that they know the lingo, mm -hmm. they know the insurance jargon, all of this stuff. Okay. I'm going to use the insurance jargon. Okay. So I'm going to tailor my message towards the audience in which I'm speaking to. Okay. Now, as far as Grant Cardone goes... He's realized that, let's just say, young young black people between the ages of whatever that age group is are listening to him. Mm -hmm. He knows nobody wants to hear these big words. These things. nobody's gonna. I, I and I'm not not to say nobody, but the reality is, and, and this is just my opinion, the vast majority of people from my culture, if you're speaking a language that 
one cannot understand, I'm not going to go listen to you. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is there's, ple there's plenty of people out there who is speaking that language. Mm -hmm. they, they're just black, mm -hmm. right? And I don't, again, I'm just somebody, I don't look at it as, oh, because you're white, you can't talk like that. Or because you're this, like, I don't, I don't do any of that. Um, and so while I do think it was a poor choice of words because he, he essentially his words are going to allow for people to do what we're doing now and, oh, criticize him and, you know, take his message the wrong way mm -hmm. where I don't, I, I understood what he was trying to say. He, I just think he didn't say it the right way. Yeah, and I didn't see enough of the interview to know if, if he went on to talk about other groups and what he tailors his presentation for, for Asian people, Hispanic people, so on and so forth. I don't think that's where he went with it because I felt like we would have heard that part of it also. But to your point, I can see why he might have not thought that was anything was wrong. But as, I guess, a black person, uh, I don't consume any of Grant Cardone's um, information, but... I guess, and I, but I do listen to a lot of motivational speakers, some black, some white, some, you know, of all, of all um, different backgrounds. And if I felt that the speaker was tailoring the speech uh, based off of m the color of my skin, mm -hmm. so as if you felt like I wouldn't have been able to understand it if you gave the intermediate or advanced version that you got to give me the beginner version, I am going to feel like that. Now, if I wasn't in this group, would I still have... Or would I agree? I don't know, because I'm in this group. I'm, in, I'm part of it. I also know that school wasn't tailored differently for me, right? When I, went, when I reached the college level, I wasn't given a different course. So obviously, I'm going to have to learn it, whether or not I can understand it or not. I'm going to have to learn how to speak that language. And I don't think Greg Cardone is doing anything different than what a lot of people are doing. Like, and maybe not even on a racial level. Maybe, you know what I mean, on, on, on different socioeconomical levels, you might just find, oh, I relate to this person. Let me talk to them in, in in the code that I would talk to them in. That's or let me talk is. to them. Um, but to make this statement as a white man, it's one of those, the opposite of white privilege, <laughs> right? That like, yo, I don't think you can make that comment. I don't think you can say you want pancakes from a fat black woman. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? I could say that. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Anybody probably going to, you know what I mean? I might, they might chuckle. But right. you got to know your audience. You got to know what room you're going to get, what reaction in. And now Grant Cardone has put himself in a position where the same people that worked with him before kind of feel like, well, how do you feel about us? Do you have that same respect for us? You know what right. I mean? That's the, that's the thing about Trump that I think some people got behind. is like, at least I know where he stands. He's not smiling in my face and telling me something different. He's, he's telling me straight up. He don't fuck with the Mexicans. He don't do this. He don't do that. So it's just like, you know what I mean? To me, that would that, be a reason not to like him. But some people are drawn to that because they feel like, how many people are smiling in my face but don't really respect my dollar mm -hmm. or don't really respect my intelligence? And I think Grant Cardone has put himself in that situation. Now, he's in a great industry to make a mistake and bounce back from. When you're a motivational speaker, it's like, oh, now, now I'm down. Watch me get back up. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he's good enough at what he does that this isn't going to affect his business. He's not going to be canceled. There are probably people who listen to stuff that can come to his defense, right? Like, I listen to Joel Osteen, and when Joel Osteen gets in trouble... I can come to his defense a little bit more because I like I listen to him. I get it. I know what he's saying, and I'm not gonna say and place um, any type of title on Grant or any type of judgment on him. But if I'm looking at this in a vacuum, this doesn't look great. 
Yeah, no, I mean, but if you look at anything in a vacuum, I mean, you're only getting... You don't, look, you don't want to allow yourself to be put in a vacuum, pretty much, because yeah. now, you, now people could take what you're saying and, and make con- false con- false yeah. or, or, or incomplete conclusions about you. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, I don't know what show that is that he was on, but it looked like a Fox show mm-hmm. type, Fox type show. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I, I think, um, you know, it was a poor choice. He could have phrased his sentence better. Um, to where you know he's he wouldn't have gotten the backlash that he did. No, I, I agree with that, man. Spec, that's another episode oh, in the man. books, my brother. Thank you for coming out today. I appreciate the time, man. Yes, where sir. can people find you on social media? You cannot, nice. but if you guys want to get in touch with me, subscribe to DJ Playboys. Let them know where they can find you at Playboy. You know, Instagram, man, at Plickapeezy, P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Twitter, follow DJ Playboy at DJ Playboy right there. Um, you can find Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio, and you can also find us on Twitter at Perfect Talkers. So make sure you check us out. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast available on PerfectTalkPodcast.com. You know what I'm saying? We got the Perfect Talk Podcast on there, Money Talks Radio, that radio show I do with my brother DJ Show, and not radio show, The Night Shift. So go check that out. Um, also, you can check out Perfect Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Spotify, YouTube, man, wherever you, we have things are found. Go find it. You know what I'm saying? Leave a rating, leave a like, leave a review because the algorithm loves that. Like I said, you can find us on um, YouTube. So make sure you uh, hit that like button. And what they got to do, Spec? Smash that button. That subscribe button. We got to, you know what I'm saying? Get down with the team, hit them notifications every time we drop. You'll know about it. You know what I'm saying? Because we do this for y'all, the perfect talkers, man. Um, what else we got going on, man? Spec, what uh? What do you got planned? You going out? You going out of town, right? You going somewhere? Yes, got a little sir. Something going away for my birthday. Oh, man, great blessings, man. What you are? You you're well traveled. You're very you're well traveled. I think is the term right that that I want to say. Um, and I wanna I wanna plan a vacation this year. You know what I'm saying? So I know you probably be the best resource for a lot of things. Um, what do you look for in a vacation? Relaxation. Relaxation. That's you, is that thing. easy for you to do to turn off? Or did it take practice? Did it take because I I struggle with that now. Like what, relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. No. When I when I go on vacation, I'm in vacation mode. As soon as you get on the plane. As soon as I get on the plane, yeah. that means that because in normal life everything is planned, everything is routine, everything is mm. on vacation. Nothing is planned. Everything is up in the air. I go with the flow. And it is what it is. It's whatever. I'm down for whatever. Nah, I need to learn a little bit of that, man. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, definitely safe travels. Yes, Blessings, sir. man. And have a happy birthday, everybody out there. Give happy birthday. Shout out to my guy, Spec. Boop. Another year, you know what I'm saying? Blessings. Definitely happy to have you here, brother. Yes, and, uh, sir. We'll catch y'all around, man. Say goodbye to the people. Deuces, people. Peace. What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy in the building. Yours truly, DJ Show. We here with Money Talks Radio. And in case you don't know what that is, I'm going to let you know, man, that is two hours commercial-free, clean music, man. Play around your kids, play around your boss. You know how it's going down because it's nothing but good music from your man Playboy Show. Hour one. 
to hit y'all with a little bit of programming, tell y'all what's going on in the world's current events, as well as all the hot songs going on. And now with two, what we got for the oh show? Oh my God, we take it all the way up, man. Nothing but straight vibes, no stopping, nothing, man. You want to take it to the club? You want to take it to the party? You want to take it to the function? We got you, man. An hour with that money talks mix. Yup, yup. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us on iHeartRadio. Find us on Google Podcasts. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. They got everything up on there, man. And uh, <laughs> leave a rating, leave a review. But, but what should they search when they looking for us too, show? When you search for us, you gotta search Money Talks Radio and then parentheses WMTE Worldwide.